What up, guys? Welcome to the inaugural episode of Balls and Brews. Uh, I'm Troy. And I'm Jay. And uh, we're here to just kind of talk about sports a little bit, drink a little bit, have a good time, uh, you know, see who uh, enjoys listening to us debate endless, endlessly and, and kind of hate each other on the side. For the most part, because we're two totally separate people. And we are. We are. Um, but we do enjoy our company, and that's all that matters. Well, sometimes. Cheers, my friend. Well, I can cheers to that. I'm okay with that. Yes, sir. Even though you annoy the shit out of me. You say that now, but I'm still here. <laughs> well, So what's our first topic going to be today, my friend? Well, I don't know. You know, I was kind of just sitting there debating. You know, the national championship's coming up, obviously. Clemson and LSU. Um, that's definitely something that's going to be on the uh, hot topic for discussion today. Um, you know, we're, we're currently sitting here as we speak watching Tennessee get beat by Indiana. Um but I got to say, the SEC's kind of wrecked a little bit this bowl season. I mean, outside of Auburn, Tennessee, and Mississippi State, which were their three losses. But, I mean, they, they played well. I agree. I'm not a big SEC fan, you know, myself. You know how it goes growing up, being an ACC fan, Troy. So, uh, you know, and, but I do respect what comes out. You know, obviously, they are the number one conference in all of college football. We'll have to admit that. Uh, as bad as I hate to admit it. Finally. Shit. Oh, God. Here we go. Here it's, we go. It's about damn time. <laughs> I, I, all right. Just to let you all know, he's only saying that because you all are listening. He's never, like, totally told me that personally. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a win in my book. I'm going to take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say, man. But, no, I mean, I think they've done really well. I mean, back to the topic at hand, though. LSU looks like they might be able to beat half of the NFL teams that's in the league right now. As we speak. I don't know if I'd say half, but uh, they definitely beat the Bengals. Or the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the Bungholes. Oh. Uh, anyway. Just so uh, your listeners know, Troy is an avid, avid Steelers fan. I'm guilty. Yes. And so, I mean, I honestly think I would put them – I think if he was to put them against, let's say, the Arizona Cardinals – uh, no, Kyler Murray's too dynamic. Yeah, man, but Joe Burrow can drop him on a dime. I get it, but who's going to stop that offense? And and you got Larry Legend, and it, it's just not feasible, man. Okay, all right, all right. Well, back to the topic at hand. What is your prediction for the Clemson and LSU game? I'm going to give Clemson 10 points. I say LSU beats them by 10 or more, um, personally. Uh, that's just kind of my feeling. I don't think uh, – Will Venables is a great defensive coordinator. By far, but that's still what LSU's doing. They got hot at the right time. Joe Burrow has absolutely lit it up. Put like up the last game numbers six, seven weeks. It, it's not just been last week. You know that's what people forget. I I saw a stat the other day. I think he's played a total of what eighteen minutes in the second half of games in the last six weeks. I mean, it's something stupid. I mean, I agree, man. But like the video game numbers that he put up. I know I keep going back to that, but like. When is the last time you've seen a single quarterback throw for over 350 yards and seven touchdowns in a single half? Never. Exactly. At least in a, in a game that big. I mean, it's something like – you remember back when you used to play the video games? Oh, uh, yeah. NCAA 13, yeah. 14. Oh, yeah. yeah. That you would like – Race know, for the Heisman mode all day. <laughs> I was going to say, like your first game you would schedule like, you know – Western Michigan or something like that, so you can beat the crap out of them, so you can get your Heisman hopefuls up real quick. Oh yeah, you know, incoming well, freshman. Exactly, man. And that's my biggest thing, though, is he puts up so many good numbers. But I, I'm not mad about the ten points. I think that I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I think that the game's going to go on. 
Um, and it's going to be a good game ultimately, but I think that LSU is going to pull away. And I think I'm going to go back to your statement that you said earlier with them, you know, have been 10 point favorite. I think they'll kick a field goal with like two minutes left to solidify a two score lead. And then I don't think they'll be able to drive the ball down the field and score another touchdown. So I would ultimately give it to LSU. That's a good prediction. But you know, can we talk about this for a minute, man? I hate this whole, like the world is against us mentality that Dabo has come out with because I get it. Clemson's been counted out because they play in the ACC, and it's a weaker conference for sure. But nobody's ever counted Clemson out. Every single time Clemson's in a big game, there everybody knows it's it's Clemson. You know that same thing happened last year with Alabama. You know, everybody kind of uh, I think it'll be a close game, but Alabama will win. And then you know we saw what happened. Clemson blew blew them the fuck out. Yeah, but I just I still. Dabo's got like this – he's still trying to ride that chip on his shoulder that he did five years ago, that we're not a big-name program, nobody respects us. That's not the case. I, I think Dabo's gotten a little self-righteous I, personally. I, he's a great coach, and he's got a great staff, but his attitude off the field has just gotten a little self-righteous for me. See, I have to disagree with that. I think that – there. I think it's – what is it? Uh, there's one stat I seen the other day. There's never been an undefeated team. That started off the season number one in the country and ultimately fell to number three in the country. And I get what you're saying. I really do. The you know, I think they had wins over two ranked opponents that ultimately was not ranked by the time the season was over. Right. They didn't play anybody in the regular season's game. And I agree, but then you also got it. And then almost got beat by Baker Mayfield 2.0 and Sam Howell. But that's an hey, that's a conversation for another time. It is. You know, we're gonna give them just a little bit of tad bit, you know. But that's my prediction is Sam Howe is the next Baker Mayfield. Called him the other day, told him that. That's my prediction. <laughs> All right, back to what I'm saying. Uh, I, do, I do agree, though, but you look at the aspect of to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. They started off the season number one in the country. Mm-hmm. They literally put up just as good, if not better, numbers than what they did last year. Mm-hmm. And then they ultimately fell to third, which I get it. I mean, Ohio State was running through the Big Ten. Put no, 50 points a game. I agree. I agree. And that's a te- that also is a testament to Clemson. Mm-hmm. LSU was doing cra- – I mean, LSU beat, what, five top ten teams at the time that they were running. It's never been done before. Exactly. I, know that. I think the last time it was done was like 43 or something like that, which is insane. They deserve to be number one. Oh, they I deserve agree. to jump. I, I ultimately do. Yeah. But I honestly think Ohio State honestly plays in one of the worst conferences in college football with the Big Ten. I uh, wouldn't say the worst. I know I said one of the worst. I would honestly put – to me, I think the rankings would go. I would put the SEC number one. Mm-hmm. I would have to because of the you know last two out of four national championships come from the ACC. I would put them number two it's from one team. You know, I mean, I agree, but most of the national total championships that came from Alabama, right? Well, yeah, but at the same time, you know, you, you've got the rare Auburn national championship. You've got the rare. You guys have the rare Florida State national championship. I get it. It's it's you know. Tit for tat, but I still think that as an overall conference from top to bottom, I think the the Big Ten is the second best conference in football. Ooh, over the Big Twelve? Yeah. I see. It's hard for me to debate that because I mean, you got. I mean, it's easy for me to debate that because I think Ohio State plays a super weak schedule for the first at least six weeks, seven weeks of the season. I, I agree, but outside of the you know outside of the Oklahoma being the dominant force of, of the Big 12, I mean, what else is there? You've got Iowa, who's always pretty competitive. You've got – Iowa State, uh, well, always comes in. Oh, no. no, Iowa State's in the Big 10. I'm sorry. I do apologize. No, they're That's, in the Big 12. Are they? Yeah. I think Iowa State's on a bad team. Iowa 
side note, I love what they do for the kids. You know, oh, the hospital. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and it kind of looked like the Steelers. Yeah, I'm not mad about the colors. I seen a stat. I heard something the other day that they, the coach from Iowa, literally went to the Steelers and talked to uh, Rooney and said they would like to look very similar to the Steelers, just that aggressive look. Anyway, that's really cool. Which makes me hate Ohio. But uh, anyway, Iowa. You <laughs> right. Whatever. You know what I mean. I hate Ohio State too, so it's fine. But I mean, you got your Penn State. Obviously, it's always going to be one of the top in the country. But I mean, to me, man, I just uh, Michigan. You, you forget about Michigan. Michigan State's a good program. We Michigan see what Minnesota got straight mollywopped yesterday. They did. They did. But, I mean, was it Alabama? Yeah, I get it. But like, come on, man. I mean, it seems like every time it was a game for the first. 35, 40 minutes of that game. I agree, but like when you put that team up against a top 10 competitor, which is fair to say. Mm-hmm. No, Alabama's probably. Have they ever showed up? Well, not. They have and they haven't. Not, it, not under Jim Harbaugh. Michigan is not what they used to be. I think I we agree. can both agree to that. And it makes me sad because you know I'm a big Jim Harbaugh fan, mm. you know. But and uh, I know you, I know you hate him. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not a big Jim Harbaugh. But back fan. to the thing, I think to, I honestly think I would go SEC's, you know, the number one spot. I would go there. But I mean, you can't sleep. That's on consensus. It. Yeah, that's consensus. But you can't sleep on what the ACC does, man. I mean, yeah, obviously we're not. You know, we don't have a plethora of people in the top twenty-five. Oh, uh, you want me to really piss you off? What's that? I'm putting y'all at fourth. Fourth. Behind the Big 12, too. Oh, you are trash, bro. And then um, coming in at number five of the Power Fives is the Pac-12. honorably mentioned Pac-12. <laughs> because the dominant program from that conference has just disappeared in USC. And you, I, I hate to see it. You know, I, I grew up a closeted USC fan here in East Tennessee. And living in Knoxville, of all places. It's funny you say that, Troy. You grew up closeted for the first couple years of your life. Too. I did. Actually, oh! this takes... <laughs> This, Zinger! This takes a good chance for us to – all right, so now you all know uh-huh. what we kind of um, come from in, in the sports world. You know, we that's our passion. That's what we share together. But now, now that you respect our knowledge, hopefully, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, you can kind of get a little bit of background on us. Since this is our first episode, I figured we'd go through and, and introduce myself or, or ourselves. My name is Troy, Troy Ryan. Um, I grew up here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, my dad played professional baseball for eight years um, and won a World Series with the Yankees in 96. Uh, Jay, you want to go ahead and, and take it from there? Oh, I mean, I thought you was going to go more into it, bro. Okay, well, I'll go more I into mean, it. I mean, obviously, so, your people going to know about you. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I played high school baseball. Um, I had a good chance, uh, well, a uh, semi-good chance to go to college and, and play at a small school, and I decided against it and, and got into the, uh, to the porn world, and that's where a, a lot of a lot of listeners are probably going to recognize me from, um, you know, did it for, did it for about two and a half years. It was enjoyable. Um, the gay porn world, if, if anybody's questioning, and it was fun, but at the same time, I outgrew it. Um, my, my true passion has always been sports and I went to school for sports journalism for a hot minute and, and, and now I sell cars. I don't even work in the sports industry. So that's kind of one of the reasons I really wanted to get behind this podcast and make it something. Um, Jay, I'll let you take it from there. I mean, I thought we could go political views too. Oh well, I mean, we can go. Differences, we oh. we can go all day on differences. Yeah. Let me give you a little backstory on oh, me. Oh, here we uh, go. I'm from a little town in Virginia. Nothing special, you know. Grew up avid Hokies fan. Um, that you know, played football. Should have went to college, but was dumb. Uh, for all <laughs> the kids out there listening, go to school. 
because uh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you well, know? yeah, I can uh, agree to that. Avid Cowboys fan, by the way. I know y'all don't find out he's a Steelers fan, but mostly, you know what's what's amazing about this podcast is not only am I a Southern straight Republican, and my friend over here is a you know avid Democrat, and he's you know obviously does you know he's not straight, which all <laughs> upside. But that's what makes it great that we can come in here today and we could talk me and two. On two different sides of the spectrum, but still, you know, that's, you know, that's one of my best friends and he's one, you know, I'm yeah, one of his absolutely. best friends. And, uh, you know, we come here today, we, we, we just want to talk to you. We want to battle this out. We always have these uh, conversations on the phone. We figured we would enlighten y'all's day, hopefully with, uh, you know, 30 minutes to an hour and just go over, you know, what we think is, is very, uh, is very fun to talk about, you know. And I think that's, that's more of a testament to the power of sports, um, you know us being from two totally different backgrounds, two totally different people as we grew up, but we're so close because of our connection with sports. And, yeah. and and everybody says, you know, it's it's bigger than that. But I think sports are bigger than a lot of things. It's something that brings people together. It's it's a chance for regular Joes to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Well, and that, that Troy, and I have to do I do have to admit too though. Like at the end of the day, it's hard to find somebody, and I don't know if you could. Tell, it's hard to find somebody that will actually list, really sit down and follow sports to the magnitude that we do, yeah. and actually have an educated conversation about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, most people are gonna. Uh, I, you know, I work in a car business. I had a guy today. The I'm a Tennessee fan, and and there was a a call early in the ball game that that went against Tennessee on a pass interference, and the guy was like, "Oh, that's that's a horse crap call." And I looked at him, and I was like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. People, and that's the thing, though, is, is a lot of people don't understand the, the ins and outs of the sport. And, you know, obviously they're biased. And I mean, my favorite people are the people that, that you know, I love when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a big old Cowboys fan. Well, you know, tell me who Tony Dorsett is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that's an easy one. Yeah. You're not even a fan, bro. You're, yeah. you're trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, yeah. it's rough. But. So if we can sit down here and have these conversations. But uh, so I mean, so we're comfortable with Clemson at ten plus. I'm sorry we got off subject there. You know, we're trying to ramble a little bit. Well, you know, we got to do our introductions. That's true. That's we, true. We got to let people know who we are because you know it's it. A lot of people will follow podcasts and listen to people that they like. So, um, you know, that gives you a good background on on who's producing it and who's who's going about it. And we hope that you guys tune in and enjoy. I just want to say the producer of this is Saucy Bear Productions. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, we are recording off of a laptop mic. So, you know, if any mic sponsors are out there, I know it's, you know, one episode. But, hey, throw us a bone. You never know what it might turn into. Right. And hold on. One more thing. Y'all go hear this. This podcast is brought to you by It Could Be You. So I need a beer. I need somebody with a beer company to holler at me. There we go. There you know we, I mean, mean, we are drinking natties right now, but we are open well, to you, any bro, company. You can't say that, bro. No, I said natties. We don't I mean, have the... You know, we don't have to trademark value yet, man. I get it. I get I, it. But it's just natties. It's not, you know, I, I didn't say, oh, we're drinking a Bud Light. <laughs> like, can't say that either, bro. Well, I just said it. Oh, great. Bud Light's going to sue us for everything we got. Well, that's okay. They're going to get $33. That's all they're going to get. I'm a little scared. Yeah, right? <laughs> but you can't say, I mean, maybe they might sponsor us. I don't know. Right, they well, seem like good people. Yeah. I've been Bud drinking Light. BL since I was a child. BLs, hey. bro. See BLs. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Hey, Bud Light, if you're listening, this one's for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get back onto the uh, back on the subject, I guess. Um, LSU 
Clemson, give me LSU, 10-plus. What's your prediction? I, like I said, I agree with you. I think that ultimately LSU is going to win it. I think the game is going to be a lot better than what most people think about it. You got the casual fan and the fans that don't understand anything that think that LSU is going to go through and basically just run a clinic on them. But if you take an Ohio State team that, like like earlier you were talking about, that was putting up 50 points a game, mm-hmm. and they held them to what, 26 maybe? Uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was 23 or 26, one or the other. I don't remember exactly. But I do know this. Ohio State left a lot of opportunities out on the field. Let's, they, let's recap that game real quick. Let's do that. Let's, let's recap it. I think, you know, they left a lot of opportunities on the field that, that – they probably shouldn't have. And everybody's going to go back to the call on the, was it a fumble? Was it a catch? But I want to go back to the targeting play on Trevor Lawrence and, and like 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That changed the game for me. You're down 16 to nothing. You're getting ready to punt on fourth and 15. But my argument was, was it a good call? Yes and no. Te- textbook definition by the rule. Yeah, it was, it was targeting. But as a good hard-nosed football play on a, I mean, you got a free run at the quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence kind of dipped his head. Uh, in real time, five years ago, that doesn't get called. It doesn't, and that's my argument behind it. I think it was ultimately a good call because of like textbook. you said, textbook says it's safe. Yeah, absolutely. But I disagree with the fact that the player often on the offensive side of the ball can literally duck his head and then get hit helmet to helmet, and then they call a foul on the defense. I disagree with that call. I get it. But in that particular instance, I will say Trevor Lawrence was just trying to go to the ground. He was not trying to lower his head into the other player. He was just trying to get down and get out of the way. Right. And I do. Uh, by the way, guys, Tennessee scored. Woo! Uh, yeah. Uh, woo. It's all right. It's all right. Y'all got three timeouts. Anyway, all right. Back to, with, back to the conversation. Okay, yeah. Sorry, guys. Got a little distracted there. Um, I think there's two big major factors in that. I think the, the strong safety, getting the targeting call and being injected from the game, that hurt. And then I think the second one was J.K. Dobbins obviously wasn't oh, 100%. Gosh, yeah. You have to have – I mean, that, that's probably going to be, in my opinion – well, I don't know if I'd say he's the most NFL ready coming out of college, but he's probably one of. And losing him like that, that that kills everything you're trying to do on offense. you gotta you got to change the entire game plan because mid-game too. I mean uh, – Props to Ryan Day and that whole staff. They really played a hell of a game. And they came out and punched Clemson in the teeth. Right. Straight out the gate. I agree. So uh, props to them, I, I will say. Uh, they left a lot of opportunities out of the field at the end of the day. I mean, J.K. Dobbins ended 18 carries for 174 yards, 9.7 yards of carry and a touchdown. So you telling me J.K. Dobbins went 100%? This might be a totally separate game is what I'm trying to get to. Absolutely. So, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, he says, she says one thing. But to me, I think that if J.K. Dobbins was good, I think the safety was playing, uh, still playing, I think it would have been a totally different game. I think Ohio State could have controlled the clock a little bit better. Yeah, they definitely could have controlled the clock a little bit better. But, at the end, like I said, they, they left too many opportunities out there on the field, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. That should have been a, that, that should have been a game Ohio State won. And – Props Clemson. They came out. They uh, they took their punch and and rolled with it and and said, you know what, this this is what we're about. Yeah, we've been here. We know what we're doing. They don't. Let's go kick their ass. Oh, oh onside kick. Sorry, guys. Bro, the testicles on Jeremy Pruitt 
just grew three times bigger <laughs> in my book. Holy All right. crap. I can't believe they that got was, that. That was small. Oh, wow. A fake. For for reference, sorry, guys. There was a, a basically on the kickoff. Tennessee's down 22-16 with four minutes left in the fourth, right? And they line up to kick it deep. They got all three timeouts, let their defense go out and make a play. And they just kind of squibbed it. Boop, 10 yards, went, got the damn football. And he waited exactly till 10 yards. Yeah, That's that was, perfect. That was strong. That was strong. Great execution. That's a nutty play call. I'll, I'll take it. We, we got a chance to come back and win a game that we probably should have won, but we'll win it anyways. Okay, so anyway, back to the conversation at hand, though. We talked about this earlier. You're a commit, you know, you're basically a GM, and you decide that you're going to take Joe Burrow with the first overall pick in NFL draft. Do mm-hmm. you? And, you, and so it's going to be the Bengals, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you wait a year and let him sit down back behind Andy Dalton, or do you? Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Mixon's last year before he's got to sign a contract. You got AJ that's 30, 31 years old. You kind of don't want to miss a year with him. So, I mean, ultimately, what's your idea there? I mean, but you don't – you mean, look at all the quarterbacks that set behind people right, right. are literally probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I get it. I get it. And, and you know, you, everyone wants to go back to the Aaron Rodgers thing because that's kind of – you know, Pat Mahomes? Well, yeah, I get it. But I don't know. I, if I'm the Bengals, what do you have to lose? You just went 2-14. and 14. Yeah, but you don't want to get – And if you're drafting – if you're drafting Joe Burrow, it's because you know, hey, it's – Andy Dalton is is not the answer. We need to move on from that. So why waste any time? Why kick? Why kick the tires? Uh, you know, Andy Dalton's not revered as an all time great quarterback. Maybe in in Bengals history, but I mean, he's always been kind of middle of the road for for NFL quarterbacks that are going on. He's he's had a couple of close to MVP number years, but the rest of his career has just been kind of pedestrian. Yeah, but close to mid, you know, close to MVP number years is good years. I'm saying they are good years. I, I mean, but how many has Matt Stafford had? Don't even get me started on Matt Stafford. I will. You know, we we always have this argument every time. I'm a huge Matt Stafford fan. How many years has he put up just insane numbers that are close to MVP numbers? But yeah, but he's never had a team around you. That's it's fair to say that. Agreed. But the same can't be said for Andy Dalton. Oh no, Andy Dalton's had, he's had a squad. He has. He's had some really good players, and he's had some people that can build on. I I like the aspect of setting back. To me, I like the aspect of letting somebody take over the reins for a year just so you can learn, learn the speed of the game, learn how everything goes through. And that's that's what I'm a big fan of. And and uh, I think that's how it should be. I think that's what you should do. But ultimately, obviously, I'm not a I'm not a GM, so I can't make that decision. But I, I respect your idea, though. Yeah, I really do. Uh, and that's, that's kind of the point behind it to me. You draft a guy, you, you don't want to wait around. I mean, look at, look at the Cardinals. I mean, I get they went through a coaching change, but – yeah, but they ultimately were what three, what four, four, four eleven and one maybe or something no, like that. No, no, they won a few more games than that. Are you I, sure? I want to say they went like five and eleven, maybe six and ten. I don't know. I I didn't pay attention to the Cardinals this year, but regardless, it, it's going to be a learning curve for them, and it's going to be a learning curve for the Bengals too. Even if they draft uh, Joe Burrow, it's not like they're going to instantly become you know the top ten players and I mean top ten team in the league. They're not even going to win the AFC North. Not, I don't even know if they get a wild card. Spot. Who is going to win the AFC North next year? My I don't. Friend? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so pissed that I have to deal with Lamar Jackson in my favorite team's division for the next ten years. It's just going to. Yeah, but you're going to get a 315 pound, six foot six quarterback that's going to drag half the team around. <laughs> well, yeah, but how many years of that do we have left? <laughs> hey, bro, I heard something the other day. 
They said uh, Big Ben looks like Matt Patricia waiting on a job interview. On oh, the my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty close uh, <laughs> description, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty strong, accurate. man, right? But, I, I mean, honestly, man, with y'all's defense, man, is absolutely incredible. And I think if you throw Big Ben back in there with, like, some Juju, some James Conner and all those people, I think that y'all going to have a – Filthy team next year. Uh, Juju and James need to go. They need to go this offseason. And, yeah, dude, they need to, to work on their craft, absolutely. But they need to get healthy. Yeah. They need to get healthy. They need to, to take a – I wouldn't say take a step back, but don't don't go above and beyond this offseason, the offseason workout programs and stuff like that. Just get healthy, take time, and, and come back next year and be the pro bowlers that you are. You have I agree. to. I agree, man. You know, and I think ultimately I think y'all going to come back a lot stronger. Yeah, I hope so. I'm curious if Big Ben, this is his final year, though. I think he might, think he might come back. I think he's sitting there on that sideline and he's seeing that defense, and he comes back in for one last hoorah to try to get a, uh, to try to get one more ring. You know, I think this is his last opportunity. Well, I wouldn't say opportunity, but I think this is his last hoorah. Yeah, I think he kind of thought that this year. Well, you know, he he did sign an extension, but he signed two year extension, so I figured him this year, next year, and he's pretty much. Yeah, you know, I think he's kind of planning for next year to be his last year. He's trying to go stairway to seven. I yeah. get it, and yeah. I definitely would rather us be there before Brady's there. Please. Oh my God! Hey, look, if you're a Boston's fan on here, I hate you. Okay, <laughs> and it's not because it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. I'm just tired of your freaking team being good. All right. Exactly. I'm freaking tired of it. I'm over it. All right. Let somebody else win for once. Well, this year might be the year. This year might be the year. Dude, they got a long road. Yeah, I mean, they got to go to the Titans for no, their no, very first game. Tennessee I mean, comes Tennessee's, to them. Yeah, Tennessee goes to them for the very first game. Mm-hmm. That is a long road. Derrick Henry looks like the Derrick Henry we always thought he was going to be. Agreed. And I don't know what light switch just clicked on week 13 last year when he ran for like 700 yards in three games. He's looked like a total different back. But he's just – came in and just been absolutely filthy. And let's talk about the balls that the Titans front office had to, one, go out and get Ryan Tannehill, and then for that staff to turn around and start him and bench Marcus Mariota. And Tannehill just – like that. If Tannehill would have had three more starts or four more starts from when he came in, Tannehill would have been a pro bowler. I, I agree. Yeah. And, and how about my boy Troy here? Which I'm uh, yeah. all go. I'm I'm still pissed off about this, mind you guys. <laughs> he picks up Tannehill in fantasy football and ends uh, up winning yeah. the whole league. That was the best free agent signing I could. What have made. is that, man? Oh uh, yeah, and you know the funny part is nobody picked him up on the waiver wire. I picked nobody. him up on like a Friday or a Saturday. Nobody thought about it either. Uh, just because I needed a quarterback, and then he takes me all the way to the promised land. Yeah, bro. As the bottom seed, I love it. Oh, we don't want to talk about it, bro. I love it. Thank you, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, much love. <laughs> if we can get the Titans to sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Ryan Tannehill to throw us a, a, a dub or somewhere. You, yeah. know, just, you know what I mean? Hey, look, I'll put my cash up on there, bro, if you need it. <laughs> we plugged you, plug us. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, but in, in all seriousness, the Patriots, they got a, a long road ahead of them. You know, like you said, you know, Tennessee's not going to be a laydown. I do think they get past that game. Um, but I think, honestly, I don't see them getting past Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hurt you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I didn't want to say it, but I had to say it. So we're going to wrap this thing up, man. Uh, let's do some, uh, week, let's do some wild card week 
um, predictions, and then we'll finish out okay. this podcast and see, you know. Where are we going? Scores and winners? Uh, I think scores and winners is fun. Is that what you like? Yeah. What, are we betting money on it? Because then I'm just going uh, winners. We're not going to bet money on it because okay. we're just going to keep it. We're going to keep it fair. Okay. Because you know you like to lose money. Yeah. Uh, so Bills and Texans. Who do you have at the Texans? Um. Oh, that's tough. Because honestly, give me Buffalo. Buffalo at home. I'm gonna take Buffalo. I'm gonna take the Texans plus three. Okay. All right. So uh, I, yeah, give me give me Buffalo twenty four twenty one. I like it. I like it. I'll take that and just flip it. Uh, flip the scores around. Okay. Titans and Patriots. Mm, Titans and Patriots. I think Patriots and Foxborough. Uh, New England and Foxborough is just. You know you're gonna have to go through there. I. I think Brady playoff Brady comes out. I, I said they put up 31 points in Tennessee. I, I think it's 31 20 game. I think Tennessee upset upsets them in Gillette Stadium. Mm. Last second field goal. That's ballsy. All right, Vikings and Saints. Vikings and Saints. We already know who you want on this. A rematch. Rematch. Oh, I love it. Um, give me New Orleans on that one. You want New Orleans? Mm-hmm. I don't think that Kirk. I've been a Kirk Cousin fans forever. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can win the big game. So I'm going to go with you on that plus ten. I think they'll beat him by ten points or more. Okay, and then go with the biggest game that's coming up this weekend. Oh, Seahawks and the E A G L E S Eagles. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's the biggest game, but I will take it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Russ. I'm gonna take you know Beast Mode's coming back. I don't think he's gonna be much of a producer, but give me Seattle. All right, I like your pick. I'll take that. I'll take Seattle by three. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you for listening to our first ever podcast. We hope you subscribe. Uh, Troy and Jay, uh, we love y'all. Thank y'all so much and have a fantastic evening. And- y'all have a good one, guys. I'm going to go drink three more beers and Woo-hoo! let's go, baby.